It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, once again, everybody, and thank you for joining me in the betters boxes, bangthebook.com's MLB betting podcast. For Thursday, March 20th, I'm your host, Adam Burke. This and every edition of the Better's Box presented by our friends over at DSI Sportsbook. BTB and the number 200 is that promo code. 100% deposit match bonus for the Sportsbook. 100% deposit match bonus for the live casino at BetDSI. It's only a game until you bet it. Over at bangthebook.com, lots of stuff going on right now. We've got our unsweet 16 bracket. The 16 worst bad beats of the 2010s on the football side. You can vote on that over on our Twitter feed at Bang the Book, or you can vote in the comments down below that article. But put a lot of time into that, a lot of thought into that. So if you get a chance to check that out over at the website, make sure you check that out. You can also check out my MLB betting guide on Amazon, or you can get the PDF over at bangthebook.com. Uh, all of my preseason baseball write up stuff available in that guide and over at the website also in that pdf and you know obviously today is supposed to be the start of the season i'll talk about that here in a few minutes but you can still get all of that information over at bangthebook.com you can also check out some early thoughts on some college football games of the year lines some stuff we've put together for nfl free agency then also this weekend we've got the florida derby down at tampa bay downs we're going to talk about that kentucky derby prep race over at bangthebook.com. Probably get a preview up for that here this afternoon. Uh, you know, once again, still kind of slim pickings out there in terms of what we can write about. A lot of very, very small niche markets going on right now overseas and marble racing and all kinds of other crazy stuff going on out there. But uh, over at bangthebook.com, trying to keep you up to date on everything that we possibly can while also still trying to navigate you know, all that's going on here with this coronavirus outbreak. And, and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm not going to be long here on today's edition of the Betters Box. In fact, I don't even have notes. I, I have nothing that I really want to talk about today other than just to discuss today in general. You know, I mean, look, I'm very fortunate, and I'll knock on wood here, and I'll do that loudly so everybody can hear. But, you know, I'm very fortunate that, you know, nobody I know, none of my friends or family, at least to this point, you know, that, that we're all aware of, have been impacted by coronavirus to this point. 
Uh, and obviously, I know that a lot of people have. A lot of people's families and friends have, and maybe you have even had it. And, you know, I, I know that in relation to what's going on right now around the world, sitting here bitching and moaning about the fact that we don't have opening day, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it, it, it may seem kind of petty. It may seem kind of um, unnecessary. But you know what? One of the biggest things that all of us miss during this whole you know, COVID-19 outbreak you know, and all the panic and, and the widespread sickness is you know, we miss our routines. We, we miss that sense of normalcy. And we don't have that in, in any walk of life right now. And to not have opening day is, is a very difficult thing for me personally. You know, I, I imagine a lot of people don't know this, but, you know, I had gone to, I believe it was 15 straight Indians home openers. And then last year I decided not to go. And it was one of those things where, you know, obviously it's a very busy, very busy time of the year with work. Uh, last year, in fact, I wound up being on a plane flying back from Vegas after doing kind of a media tour for my MLB betting guide, I was on a plane on opening day flying back. Didn't get to even watch the Indians game. I got to watch some games, you know, through uh, through the Wi-Fi on the Southwest flight that I was on, watching, you know, some of the live TV games and, and stuff like that. But, you know, we, we take for granted this day every year. And I took it for granted for a long period of time in the sense that, you know, I just went to opening day. And that's what I did. And, and since 2007, since my wife moved here, uh, in 2006, that's what we had done. You know, we had gone to the home opener every single year. And last year, I didn't do it. And, you know, my wife was pretty upset about it because it was kind of a tradition that we had, and it was something that, you know, we always did. And for me, it was like, you know what? I'm kind of over this. You know, I'm kind of over. For those that don't know, if you've never been to Progressive Field, there's an area in left field called the home run porch. And I hate sitting down for baseball games. I hate the misinformed conversations around me or the conversations not even relating to baseball. I hate having to get up because some asshole needs to go on a beer run every half inning or somebody's kids have to get up and go to the bathroom. I don't want to deal with that. So I stand for the game. My wife and I stand on the home run porch for the games. We got married on the home run porch in August of 2017. It's just kind of our spot. But one of the things that's gotten increasingly difficult here in recent years is the Indians have been very good is that there were a lot of standing room tickets that had been purchased. So I would have to go and get in line three hours before the gates actually open, you know, in order to secure our spot. And this is all the while, you know, doing the betters box, doing the daily article, doing a daily show, because, you know, obviously the Sweet 16 would have started today. And it just got to a point where, to me, I didn't feel like it was worth it anymore. And something I've come to realize here even in the short, you know, couple of weeks that we've all been supposed to be self-quarantining and staying at home and all of that, there are way too many things that I've taken for granted. Way too many things that just, in the moment, I haven't enjoyed enough. And as I sit and I think back to a lot of those home openers, think back to the bad weather games that I've been to, you know, the days where the sun's been out, but it's been 35 degrees and you can't feel it anyway, where you get that cold lake breeze blowing off of Lake Erie, you know, to the corner of Carnegie and Ontario. I mean, I've taken a lot of baseball for granted. You know, I, I, I used to go to 35 Indians games a year. 
Last year, I went to three. And I wish I could have those games back. You know, I wish I could have seen into the future that, you know, I wouldn't have a home opener to even think about going to this year. And, you know, the thing about sports for me, and I've talked about this before, and I've talked a lot about the personal mental health battles that I've had in dealing with depression here for you know the better part of essentially 20 years, you know, the better part of 20 years, pretty much, you know, going into high school and all the things about growing up and all that. And, you know, some of the family things I had going on and whatnot, you know, sports have always served as an escape to me. And even for the first several years here, working for bang the book or, you know, writing for various blogs or whatever else, you know, I still had that. And lately over the last year or two, Sports have felt like work. You know, I haven't watched as many games as I used to because at night, I want nothing to do with sports. I want to step away. I want to watch Netflix. I want to watch Hulu. I want to watch whatever else. Except for during baseball season. I didn't go to as many games last year, but I watched probably as many games as I typically do over the course of a season. And it's striking to me now you know, now that we don't have baseball, now that we don't have opening day and all the festivities and, you know, the, the player uh, announcements and, you know, the starting lineup announcements and all this different type of stuff, it strikes me that I shouldn't have lost that. You know, I shouldn't have lost that childlike love of sports that I used to have just because I cover them on a daily basis. I, I'm very lucky to do what I do. And, The others out there in the industry like me that are struggling these days right now because there's nothing to write about, there's a lot less to do, a lot of us are probably kind of having those same thoughts of, you know, I wish I hadn't treated this as work to the degree that I did. I wish I hadn't treated this as business to the degree that I did. You know, I tell people I'm too old to have a favorite player. You know, I tell people that, you know, by and large right now, I don't see players. I don't see teams. I see numbers. I see analytics. I see the sabermetric statistics. Maybe I need to change that when baseball comes back. And like I said, you know, I don't have notes for today's show. This is kind of my platform, kind of my soapbox. So maybe I'm just rambling. Maybe I'm just ranting and raving here. And maybe this isn't why you listen to my show. And and quite frankly, I'm sure it isn't. But, you know, on a day like today, and with everything that's going on in the world right now, you know, a lot of, of self-reflection going on on my end and, and probably on the ends of a lot of people as well. And to not have opening day, to not be able to go and look at my odds screen and look at the card and break down those games. And you know what? I even went and broke down three games over at this morning as if they were actually happening. Like I talked about on Monday's show, just to kind of give you an idea of what my handicapping process looks like and how I convey that to the audience. You know, I wrote up three games over at the website here, bangthebook.com this morning. This is just what I'm used to. You know, it's, it's just, it, it's just what I've done every day during the baseball season for the last few years, you know, breaking down the card, breaking down the pitching matchups, all of that. And it's not there. And it's not there this year. And again, I understand that, A lot of people, a lot of families are dealing with a lot more than that. If that's the worst thing about my day today, that's not that bad. 
But again, all of these things that that we take for granted, you know, we, we've always operated under this belief that sports are just always going to be there. They're always going to be that distraction from the day-to-day. They're always going to be what helps you decompress from a bad day at work or a fight with your significant other or your kids telling you that they hate you or something like that. You know, sports, they've always been there. They've always been that distraction. And for us, we also double down in the context of betting on them. And, you know, having that distraction, the handicap, the bet, following along with the bet, following along with a game that we otherwise wouldn't care about. And all of that is gone right now. And, again, the the fact that it should be opening day and that it's not, you know, really drives that home for me. And so, like I said, you know, I I didn't put together any notes for today's show. I I didn't know what to talk about. You know, it's just, it's, it's sad and it's disappointing that we don't have opening day, that we don't have baseball, that we don't have the Sweet 16, that we don't have the NBA, don't have the NHL. And again, there are reasons why we don't, you know, public health, public safety, you're at risk in these current times. So it's hard to sit there and and convey these emotions of of disappointment and sadness that baseball is not around when other people are dealing with, you know, something so much more than that. But at the same time, I don't want to be told what I can be sad about or what I can be depressed about or disappointed about. I don't think anybody else should be either. You know, if, if you're excited about the start of the baseball season every single year, today is a moment that you have. You know, all 30 teams are technically still in the running on opening day. You know, for people that live in cold weather cities, it's a reminder that, you know what, the sun's going to come out and it's going to be warm at some point. You know, this is almost kind of that, Obviously, spring has already started, but it's kind of that, you know, unofficial end of winter for a lot of people. You know, some of the best moments in my life have been at games with friends on the home run porch in a big group, you know, or just going out and watching baseball, playing wiffle ball somewhere, you know, just getting together, taking BP, shagging flies. You know, baseball has given me a lot in my life, even though I haven't played it, you know, at a high level or anything like that. Baseball's given me a lot, and I'm sure it's given all of you a lot, too. So, just in general, you know, everything about today is is just a bummer, man. And, you know, to, to kind of drive it home, you know, like I said, I mean, you know, I, I've I've gone to a lot of baseball games in my life. I've gone to a lot of opening days. I'm hoping in the fall and the summer to hit up a few more ballparks, you know, stuff like that assuming I've got the the money to do that. But something that really hit home about it to me today, I got a very good friend of mine. In fact, he was the officiant uh, of our wedding. Very, very good friend of mine. Phenomenal guy. You know, everyone had the the girl dad thing going on when, when Kobe Bryant passed away. And he's got three daughters. And every year for the home opener, him and his oldest daughter, would go to, you know, one of the the really popular, you know, family-run local restaurants here uh, in the Cleveland area or pick somewhere else to go. 
and then go to the game. And, you know, every time, every time that they were there, my wife and I, we would see them. They'd come in. They'd either stand with us during the game or, you know, they'd go up to their seats and freeze their asses off and, and whatever the case may be. They don't have that moment today. You know, they don't have that father-daughter moment, that, that experience that they have had on an annual basis. And I believe this would have been 15 in a row for them. And, you know, some people are losing their parents. Some people are losing their grandparents. Some people are losing family members and friends and other relatives during this coronavirus outbreak. And other people are, are also losing moments and memories, you know, and, and it was something that, you know, I don't have kids. My wife and I don't have kids. And, and to be totally honest with you, because of the, the life that we like to lead, you know, we don't really want them, at least not at this point in time. But, you know, my buddy and that moment that he has with his daughter, I mean, it's it's something that almost by proxy, you know, my wife and I have, have kind of had with them, too, because every year we see them, you know, every year. And, and I don't see that buddy of mine all that often, and I don't see his daughter all that often either. But, you know, that's one of those moments. And, you know, another friend of mine, uh, him and his wife tried very, very hard to have a child for a very long period of time. And we'd see him and his wife at every home opener. And, you know, now we don't have that either. And it's just, it's one of those things to me that just kind of reaffirms and and, and reestablishes my love of baseball. And it's, it's not just because of the game. And it's not just because of handicapping games and betting on games and breaking them down and doing the podcast here and the fact that, you know, it's, it's made me money throughout my life, not necessarily on the betting side, but, you know, especially on, on the, the writing about it side. You know, that, that baseball has given me a lot. And I've taken that for granted over the last couple of years. And I've taken a lot of things for granted over the last couple of years for a variety of different reasons. You know, just because we've been there or because we've done bigger and better things or, you know, whatever the case may be. and. So I guess, you know, today on a day without baseball, that's supposed to have baseball. That's supposed to be an escape. That's supposed to be something I could do today to watch and enjoy and study to take away from the fact that everything out there is completely fucked up. And that's not a word I use here a lot on the show. Uh, but, you know, again, not just this kind of uh, speaking off the cuff here. You know, that everything out there is just, is just such a mess. Just such a, a, a disaster. An epidemic. A pandemic. Something as simple as baseball would have been a, a momentary break from everything that's going on out there. And how I used to treat baseball as a momentary break from whatever I was dealing with in my personal life. It sucks. It's hard. And, and, and we don't know when baseball will come back. We don't know if there will be a 2020 season. We don't know when football will come back, let alone basketball and hockey. So I guess while I'm just kind of word vomiting here and just, you know, sort of uh, talking through feelings and, and emotions and, and things like that here on what should have been opening day. I guess this is just kind of my personal pledge and, and, and my request 
and my hope for everybody else out there that when life gets back to normal, and it will, cherish those moments, whether they're baseball-related or something else. You know, cherish those moments. Don't take them for granted. Live in that moment. Be happy for that moment. Because we're finding out that it's actually really easy for a lot of moments to be taken away from us. Much easier than we had originally thought. So that's kind of where I'm at today with opening day and and with everything that's going on out there in the world. And again, I I know you don't listen to the betters box to hear this. And and sometimes I have used this, you know, as, as my own personal form of therapy, you know, but I know that there are a lot of people out there struggling with a lot of different things. And if it's not your physical health, it's your mental health. It's your emotional health. You're trying to stay strong for your families or your friends or other people that, you know, may be more impacted by everything that's going on out there. Uh, but you know what? We're, we're allowed to be sad about things. You know, or is, is opening day a life and death thing? Absolutely not. But we're allowed to be sad about things. And allowed to be sad and frustrated and angry that, you know, life as we know it is on hold. And I guess that's just kind of where I am today. And... Look, I I could have gone out there today and I could have continued the pitcher breakdowns and talking about, you know, exit velocity and ERA and FIP and XFIP and maybe talked about Sierra or some of the other, you know, groundbreaking metrics that are out there from baseball prospectus or some of the other bloggers that are out there in the community. But you know what? Maybe today is just a day about being sad. Maybe today is just a day about wishing that we had 15 games on the slate to break down and look at and handicap and and see all of our hard preseason work in action and, you know, just feel like life's normal again. And, uh, and we can't, and that's tough, you know, and, and tomorrow we're going to wake up. There's not going to be any baseball tomorrow either. You know, there's not gonna be any baseball until maybe June or July. And that's frustrating. And it's, and it's sad. And, and like I said, it, you know, it, it disappoints me that I've taken baseball and, and a lot of moments for granted here over the last couple of years. And I don't want to do that anymore. You know, I, I want to fall in love with baseball in a different way again, because I love baseball. I love breaking it down. I love the puzzle. I love the sabermetrics. I love the numbers. I love everything. But I want to get back to loving it for the reasons that I loved it before. And that's something I'm going to try to do here whenever baseball comes back. And, you know, I, I just, I hope to all my listeners out there that, you know, you think about things in the same way, in the sense that if there's something that you've taken for granted, don't. If there's a moment or a memory or you go on vacation to the same place every year because you've got a vacation rental or a timeshare or just something that you do as a family, don't take that for granted, man. You know, it's, it's not even just coronavirus. It's just, in general, you know, we don't know when our time is up on this planet. And maybe I'm making a, a mountain out of a molehill here with the fact that it's not opening day. And maybe I'm just sitting here and, you know, being too self-reflective. And, you know, I'm not even, not even sitting here with a glass of bourbon or anything, just rambling along. But, you know, I guess the fact that it's not opening day and it should be just puts you know a lot of things into perspective in, in a lot of different ways in a lot of different you know degrees of severity so i'll be back on monday with a more traditional version of the betters box and 
you know, we'll have notes for the show and I'll break a lot of different stuff down. But for today, I'm just going to be sad, but I'm going to be hopeful that I'm going to do things differently in the future. And hopefully all of us do the same. So again, coming up on Monday, we'll do a normal edition of the betters box. If you missed Tuesday's edition of bang the book radio, talked NFL stuff and a lot of horse racing with, with uh, Brian blessing. And I'll be doing a preview there of that Florida Derby over at bangthebook.com today. It's going to be something for you to check out. Make sure you head to bangthebook.com. Vote in that unsweet 16 bracket. Uh, Again, we put a lot of time, a lot of effort into that. I think it's a really cool thing, a really cool idea. So check that out over at bangthebook.com, taking a look at the worst football bad beats of the 2020s. So once again, that'll do it for me. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Again, my best wishes, happy health, and happy everything else to all of my listeners and your friends and family out there. And I'll talk to you again on Monday. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.